Hello, welcome to LLG's Random But Real Podcast, where you'll hear conversations about any and all things random with an entree, not a side dish, of mental health advocacy. I use my performance, communication, and literary art skills to bring awareness about mental health and other topics. Therefore, whether I'm singing, speaking, or writing, it is my desire that my words will be melodic, just like music to your ears. Welcome to LLG. That's me, Lisa L. Gilliam's Random But Real Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this edition of LLG's Random But Real. I am your host, Lisa L. Gilliam, otherwise known as One Singing Lady, and I'm so excited that you are listening today. Um, to LLG's Random But Real, where we have conversations about any and all things random with an entree, not a side dish of mental health advocacy. I use my performance, communication, and literary art skills to bring awareness about mental health and other topics. Therefore, whether I'm singing, speaking, or writing, it is my desire that my words will be melodic, just like music to your ears. Please note that the comments expressed on this podcast are my own, and when I have guests, Those are also their own, and so they're not intended to be used for professional guidance. Please seek a licensed professional if you are in need of care, experiencing trauma, or in danger. Um, That's super important, but I am glad that you are here today. As you know, uh, mental health can affect every aspect of your life, and so although it may not seem like how, you know, you don't know how this is related to mental health. Just know that the feelings, the emotions that you may feel when experiencing some of the things that we talk about on this podcast, that is what is related to your mental health. And so today, I just wanted to bring up a question. Sometimes I randomly post um, things on social media as well. Um, as I do on this podcast and remember it's called LLG random, but real for a reason. One, because we don't edit whatever is said is said. Um, and then also because it could have just been a thought and I just want to kind of put it out there and get off what's on my chest. It seems like this year, unless I do get a co, um, uh, a co-host that a lot of the podcast will just be things that kind of come to me randomly, um, without other people's opinions. Although I would love a co-host. So if you're interested, please make sure you, um, find me on social media at one singing lady so that, um, and then send me a message in my DMs, um, so we can talk about you being a co-host. But back to today's topic, I asked the question, um, in January, how do you deal with the rejection you feel in your soul? And I made sure that I capitalized the letter or the word you, I capitalized your. And because I wasn't asking how I should deal with the rejection of my soul. Um, Trust me, I self-check all the time. I know how to deal with rejection and abandonment. Unfortunately, I've had to deal with it all my life um, or the majority of my life. And then when I wasn't doing with my own as a former counselor, even as the job that I do now, I'm always helping individuals deal with rejection. What I was asking is how do you, someone who was reading the actual question, and out of the people that responded, only one person said, if I feel rejected, I. Everybody else was telling me what I should do instead of saying what they do. And it just kind of, in order to, um, well, let me just say this. I didn't feel like 
having a discussion on social media um, saying I wasn't speaking about me. I was asking how you deal with whatever. I just liked everybody's response. Um, but what it did bring to my attention is how many people don't want to deal with what they're dealing with. So many people I've noticed would rather tell you what to do instead of telling you how they deal with things. Maybe because they don't deal with things. Maybe because they don't deal with conflict. Maybe because they don't deal with rejection. Maybe because they don't deal with abandonment. It's so much easier, I've noticed, for people to tell you what you should be doing, but they don't ever really want to give the example or the testimony of how they actually dealt with the rejection, how they actually deal with conflict, how they actually deal with abandonment because they don't deal with it. Now, this is not for everybody, but I can name people if I needed to who, you know, really would rather avoid at all costs instead of actually sharing um, their own experiences. Even though the Bible, you know, for those who are Christians, that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, um, you know, people these days don't seem to want to give their testimony. They act like they've never been rejected. They act like um, they haven't done the rejecting. They act like they've never been in conflict or they're not um, open enough to say, you know what? I don't deal with conflict. I'm just going to go on about my business and I'll ghost you because that happens a lot too. Um, the same thing with abandonment. And so when this airs, I'm probably actually going to upload the link to this particular topic so that the people that actually responded, although I appreciate what they said, um, like I said, one really answered the question. I had had a conversation with one of the friends who responded and I'm thinking they probably thought I was talking about me too, asking for like advice on how do I, or how should I move on? I wasn't asking that. I was asking how do they move on? And like I said, it gives me, um, pause because I don't feel like in today's society that we're really real about things. Um, we would rather mask happiness um, or with, you know, or happiness, or I should say this, we would rather mask sadness with happiness. We would rather mask um, depression with joy. We fake in society today. And people feel like it's okay to do that. And that's that's just not me. I'm real. If you ask me how I'm doing, I'm going to tell you. If I'm sad, if I'm depressed, if I'm anxious, I'm pretty much going to let you know. And if you don't want to be around me, that's okay. But I'm not going to act like things are okay when they're not. That's being fake to me. Now, some of you all may disagree, and that's fine. We are definitely entitled to our opinions. But since this is LLG's random but real, I definitely can state mine. Now, whether you continue to listen or not, that really is up to you. But I'm hoping in 2024 that we can be real. I'm hoping that after this podcast airs, that someone will really tell me how you deal with the rejection you feel in your soul and not tell me how I should deal with mine. That was the actual question. That's the question. What do you do when you feel rejected? Because chances are it's happened in this lifetime. What do you do when you feel abandoned or when you're in conflict? How do you really handle it? Are you a person that ghosts? Are you a person that avoids and you put it on? And I've talked about this before. I'm protecting my peace at all costs instead of actually dealing with situations. It baffles me how many people don't have 
conversations with people that have hurt them or have um, abandoned them or recalls any type of conflict, that they're so much easier to move on. But the reality is they're still talking about it. So they're still affected by it. They're just acting as if it doesn't affect them. Um, I had a conversation with a friend the other day and something that I've told her about my past trauma, she was like, well, it seems like you're stuck because you're still talking about it. No, I'm not stuck. I talk about it because every time I talk about it, it actually is healing for me. Now, if you don't want to hear it, that's okay. You're entitled to your opinion. But I would much rather you say, Lisa, I don't want to hear that anymore. And it lets me know that I can, you know, not to discuss whatever is troubling me um, with someone who's supposed to be my friend, rather than you acting like you really do care. I was talking to another person the other day and I was saying, you know, people do often ask other people how they're doing, but they really don't listen to them to hear their answer. Uh, I went to a workshop and somebody used the example, they're like, how are you feeling? I think they said um, that either they just found out they had cancer or they found out that a family member had had cancer and the person responded, oh, okay, that's good. Clearly they weren't listening to them. Um, why is that? Why are we so self-absorbed absorbed that we can't listen to other people who might be going through something? I don't even care if it's every day. If a person is your friend, they're your friend. And so you can't pick and choose when somebody else decides to tell you whatever they're feeling. Now, what you can do is say, I can't handle that right now. You know, can I get back to you later? Um, but you know, that doesn't necessarily happen, uh, these days. So some of these random but real podcasts this year are really just rhetorical to make people think, you know, or hopefully to ignite a thought process, something that they never thought about before. Um, there's been a lot of things that have happened to me, like I said, last year, and I don't want to repeat them. <laughs> Definitely don't want to repeat them. I'm learning more about me, but I'm also learning who really has my back, who really cares, who doesn't. You know, I um, I shared in the last podcast how I had uh, broken my phone and I didn't have it um, for maybe three or four days. And although I received a few text messages that very first day, no one really called to see if I was cool. No one really called to see if I was okay. No one really checked in. That's the life that I have, unfortunately. And yet it was really important to me to reach out to people through my other number, excuse me, the number that I use for booking and, and things like that, um, singing engagements and, and speaking engagements to just say, hey, my phone's broken, but I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Some of those people I talk to on a regular or a consistent, more consistent basis. And some of them, I don't talk to them unless it's an event. But it really just put things in perspective for me. And sometimes I do feel rejected by my so-called friends and family. I realized that the trauma that I've dealt with, um, the depression, the anxiety that I, I've dealt with, the PTSD that I've dealt with is a lot. And it can be heavy. But I do want to reiterate that just as well as you or as much as you might be experiencing being my friend or my family member, I'm the person that's personally going through it. 
And so it would be nice if I had um, the same type or level of engagement from other people as I give, but I'm learning um, that that may not ever happen and finding ways to move past that. That's how I deal with rejection. Um, I pray, you know, the word of God does help me. Scripture does help. Um, sometimes singing, you know, music helps. Um, really just being in my thoughts. Sometimes a good cry helps me deal with rejection. And so, again, I wasn't asking how I should deal with mine. I was asking you how you deal with yours. Now, the people that responded before, if you all would like to share how you deal with your rejection, um, please do. If not, I would like for you to think about why you didn't feel that the capital letters, <laughs> the words that I, I capitalized, that I was asking that question. And, you know, is that something that we do just generally? If someone's asking a question, do we automatically think or assume that it's ask, them asking for advice? Or do we automatically um, think, hey, they might be asking me what I do with that question? I hope in 2024 that we are more honest with ourselves, that when questions are asked, we're, we're willing, maybe not to share everything, but share as God leads the ways that you overcome hurdles, the way that you overcome burdens, the way that you overcome um, heartache or, or rejection, trouble, conflict, whatever, abandonment. I hope that we're more honest about that in this year. I thank you all for taking the time to listen. Like I said, this year, they'll probably be pretty brief, pretty short um, and to the point. And I wish you all a fantabulous rest of 2024. Um, so far, like I said, it's been interesting. And if your life has been anything like mine, it's been interesting. But thank God, God is still on the throne. He's a forgiving God. He's a merciful God. He's a gracious God. And I'm grateful for all of that because... I know I don't deserve any of that, um, but somehow he still loves me. So I wish you all well, Lisa Gilliam, otherwise known as One Senior Lady, out. Until next time, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast, LLG's Random But Real. I appreciate your support and your time. Until next time, please make sure you visit my website, www.lisalgilliam.com so you can find out more information about where this podcast is streamed, about my book, about the CDs and spoken word. Again, I appreciate your support and I look forward to hearing from you and you all listening to the next episode. Have a wonderful day.